All right. If you have noticed that during this COVID-19 pandemic, you maybe have been having anxiety dreams or dreams that are way out there and intense and strange. And if you were thinking you were the only one, well, fear not. You are not the only one. This is something that is happening to many people. And we are joined now by Dr. Anna Mosel, who is an author, a psychoanalyst and a dream work expert located in Vancouver. Dr. Mosel, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Jill. I'm so glad that you're talking about this and raising awareness about this because I will put myself in the group of people where the dreams are just off the charts and they have been for the past two weeks. So why is it people are having these bizarre, intense dreams? Well, I think, first of all, just simply the movement from being so out in the world and extroverted to being more in self-isolation and social distancing mode it's already going to elicit and bring the unconscious forward. So that coupled with the fact that we really are in a time of collective trauma um, is also another thing that is very significant for bringing dreams forward. And why would it be, uh, because a lot of people are talking about anxiety dreams, is that because of what we're seeing in the news or hearing on the news and because it is pretty easy right now to be inundated with news about this virus? Yes, I think people have to really find their balance between staying well-informed and not getting overwhelmed by the collective angst that is out there right now. Um, <clears throat> you, know, you know, and being confronted, I mean, like the existentialists are really good at talking about this. Anything that brings mortality into question brings up almost a core primary death instinct. And I think a lot of people are being confronted with that right now. And do you, would you call them nightmares then, or what is the difference, say, between an anxiety dream and a nightmare? Well, that's interesting. I would say that most people, if they're not familiar with working with their dreams right now, are going to be having very, very significant dreams of, like, radical change, um, tsunamis, earthquakes, and the anxiety that you're speaking of. Um, it's a little bit different from probably somebody who's been working with their dreams for a long time, because if they have, this will probably elicit a very deep opening inside that is opening to kind of like a new consciousness, and you'll see breakthroughs in, in the dream themes. And so what is actually happening when we, when we fall asleep, when we get into to REM sleep? Is that when the dreams start, or, or when are you we know actually... what? They can actually happen in any cycle, in any cycle of sleeping. Um, but they're most commonly referred to in REM, and we go through about three to four REM cycles per night. And that's when most people have their dreams and remember their dreams from. And I know a lot of people will, there'll be parts of their dreams where they can connect it with a, with a specific thing that happened during the day, or it can also be something where you have no idea where this dream came from. So when you talk about working through your dreams, what does that involve? Well, you know, I specialize in working with dreams. So from a depth psychological perspective, over time when you're looking at your dreams, certain themes start to come through. And as you work and interreact with the dreams, it opens up into different material. And just simply the connection between consciousness and conscious thought and the unconscious material actually 
provides movement. And that's kind of what I'm referring to when I say working through the dreams. It's like an area of working through, we could say in depth psychology, primary complexes in order to see more clearly the patterns and the things that we're living out in our daily lives, but is often invisible to us. Is it oversimplifying it then to say people are having these dreams or these anxiety dreams because they're afraid or they're concerned about contracting the virus? No, I think at one level that's absolutely true. You know, there's many levels to dreaming and at that kind of surface level, of course, people are going to be experiencing that. Yeah. Uh, does yeah, it? I wouldn't say it's an oversimplification. Okay. What, what, does it matter what you're doing right before, whether you're watching TV or you're on a screen or reading something right before you fall asleep? I think so. The state of mind that you're in before you go to sleep makes a big difference. And uh, as I say, there's so much collective energy going around. There's so much collective anxiety right now that it is really important to find some buffers from it, to find the things that um, are meaningful or that you know, kind of clear your your thoughts and your feeling sense and your body, you know, whatever works for individuals. And does it connect with, say, if you're feeling anxious about the virus and it's the same perhaps anxiety you felt about something else that was big or happening in your life years ago, do those things connect? Do those memories come to the, to the surface? That's a really excellent question. They absolutely do. Because as I was saying, it's a collective trauma we're in right now. And, you know, anything that brings up trauma at any level is also going to reverberate and resonate with any inner personal traumas that have not been worked through or integrated. So even dreams of like, um, let's say, invasions or home invasions or things like this might, might be common for a lot of people. So what advice do you give to people then that, that are, are dreading this, thinking, okay, I, I have to go to sleep now, I have to get a good night's sleep, but I know I'm going to wake up or I'm going to have these ang- anxious dreams again? Yeah, you know, a friend and a colleague once said to me something that, that stayed with me, there's no such thing as a bad dream. And it's actually a really good sign if people are dreaming, because it means that their psyche is working through and symbolizing very difficult emotions and material. So it's a little bit more concerning for people who are simply waking up just with the feeling, just with the anxiety itself at a raw level. Once it's symbolized, that's already starting to move it through to some place of resolution. And, um, you know, for people that are interested, there's a lot of wonderful resources out there for working with dreams. And I have some on my website as well as an online course on dream work, but also locally at Banyan Books, and I know that they're delivering right now, they have a wonderful selection of books on dreams. So anything that people can do to start making some meaning out of the symbols that are coming through in their dreams is going to be enormously helpful for settling them and reducing the level of anxiety. Because one of the things that dreams are was referred to by one of my mentors. She called them the water of life, and they bring deeper meaning to life. And I think it's one of the most interesting things about this pandemic at one level, that it's forcing people into this place of isolation and introversion and self-reflection that is rarely at a collective cultural level 
taken very seriously or valued. And I think at, just from that perspective alone, it's a wonderful opportunity for people to start building a relationship with their dreams and start understanding them more. Something that um, Carl Jung referred to as the, the other half of life. All right. Well, it's uh, very interesting. And like you said, uh, there are resources if people want to check them out and uh, figure out a little bit more about what's going on. Uh, We'll have to leave it there. Dr. Mosel, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.